Dad, I have a question. What is the trillion dollar coin? Hi everyone, I'm Spencer. And I'm Luke. Today we're gonna to talk about the trillion dollar coin. <laughs> so you have no idea what this is, right? No. Okay, um, we've talked about government debt, right? And do you know what the debt ceiling is? Yes. What's the debt ceiling? Um, that's uh, like, a, it's like a cap on how much um, money the government is allowed to borrow and it gets uh, raised every few years by a, a vote, sort of like a bill in Congress that has to be um, passed by Congress and then signed by the president to raise that ceiling to otherwise the government goes into default because they can't pay back those those bills. Exactly, exactly, right. So I think it was in the 80s, uh, but I'm not exactly sure when, uh, Congress passed a law which capped the amount of money that the U.S. can go into debt. When the U.S. spends more money than it brings in, then it has debt, just like a consumer, a person could have debt. Um, and you're exactly right that it's a big problem because when we hit that debt ceiling, the government shuts down, and this has happened a couple times, um, in, unless the Congress increases the debt ceiling. And if they can't or don't increase the debt ceiling, do you know what happens? Um, I, know it's, I know it's not good because we go into default, but I'm not really sure what that yeah. means. So it basically means that we can't pay back the debts, and the bonds, the government bonds that we have issued, so the debt that... Um, the amount of money that we've borrowed from other countries and other in, other individuals, um, the value of that will plummet because we are not able to have enough money to pay it back. So it's really, 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 really bad, and it's to be avoided at all costs. Which is why Congress always increases um, the debt limit, kind of at the at the last minute. What the trillion dollar coin is is it is a um, sort of a half half joke but half serious concept that says that. Um, the Treasury Department could just mint a single coin that's worth $1 trillion because, uh, and by the way, why a coin, not a dollar bill? Because the denominations of the dollar bills have to be approved by Congress, but the denominations of coins, for whatever crazy weird reason, those can just be approved by the U.S. Mint, which is hmm. part of the Treasury. So the Treasury, the Secretary of Treasury, who works for the President, could just wake up tomorrow and say, we're going to print a thousand dollar coin or a hundred thousand dollar coin or a trillion dollar coin. And they just print a one trillion dollar coin and it would be made of platinum. Usually that's what the material that people talk about using, but it could be made of anything. And the treasury uh, department would have that coin and they would just hand it to the federal reserve and say, boom, there you go. Now the U S government has an extra $1 trillion. Therefore we don't have to raise the debt limit. We can borrow another trillion dollars because we have an extra trillion dollars and the government wouldn't be shut down. So people have been talking about this for like 20 years, kind of half seriously, half jokingly, and it actually has some support among like intelligent, real people, like in, in government and economists. Um, so I guess the yeah, first, I guess the first yeah. question with this, which is what probably a lot of you are thinking right now, is why doesn't or does this cause like massive inflation? Because this yeah. is something we've talked about before, which is that, if the government prints money, then the value, then money is is devalued, and then you have to pay more to get the same amount of things. Which uh, inflation was rising, especially a couple months ago. Um, that was a big story. So why wouldn't this do that on an unprecedented scale? It's a great question, and the honest answer is nobody knows. Nobody knows if this would cause a ton of inflation. Some economists say that it would. Some economists say that it wouldn't matter at all. It's exactly the same thing as if the government just raises the debt ceiling by a trillion dollars, right? Why, like, could you explain wh why exactly, um, like what are those competing theories that it would yeah. versus that it would So wouldn't? the theory that says it wouldn't do anything says, 
look, this, it's just like an accounting gimmick. Nothing is really changing in the economy. Um, the, you know, if, if, if the government just increases the debt limit by a trillion dollars and then we just keep spending regularly, like that wouldn't cause undue inflation. So why would this? This is exactly the same thing. It's just, you know, it's just like uh, all money is fake anyway. So what? So there's another coin out there somewhere that's sitting in some vault that is allegedly worth a trillion dollars. But that's no different than because just it's, it's because it's not it's not leaving the Federal Reserve. Yeah, so that, that's part of it. It's it's yeah, basically like. Inflation, inflation is when money like goes out into society. Yes, because then like everyone has more money, so they buy more stuff, so people raise prices. But if it's if the money isn't going anywhere and it's just like sitting there in the Federal Reserve to like fix a number on a sheet that says that we've reached the debt limit, then it no one would raise prices. Like a a a, right. a baker wouldn't decide that he has to like double the price of his bread because we haven't reached the debt limit. Is that sort of it? it that's exactly right. That's okay. exactly right. Exactly right. Um, uh, but on the other hand, again, nobody really knows. On the other hand, there's a school of thought that says that actually what happens is the government would then go and spend an extra trillion dollars on, um, you know, whatever, on on building buildings and on, you know, having the military spend stuff. And that would raise the price of bread at the bakery because all of a sudden there's another trillion dollars being spent by the government in the economy and that does create inflation. Right. But, but but why I guess I guess couldn't you just like as long it seems like there isn't really a problem if you don't spend mm-hmm. the money. Um but, but I guess yeah. I guess the answer is like you would you would have to be like there's no world where you wouldn't spend that money basically. Is that right? I, I mean I get, the weird thing is that the money's already been spent. <laughs> That's right. why it's kind of a mind bender, right? right? Like we've already borrowed this we just haven't we're not able to pay it back right now so now we're just manufacturing fi- something fake that would say that we so, can pay it back right and, and that that's not that's to say that we we could pay it back that's not money we would use to actually pay yeah, back other countries that's a good question so most most people um i mean again nobody knows but the 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 argument in favor of of minting this trillion dollar coin is to just hang on to it it's not to then you know, take it to a bank, if you will, and turn it into, you know, $1,000 bills to then pay back, you know, people right. whom we borrowed and, money. And just to give a bit of like an overview on this whole debt thing, it, could you like explain like yeah. how, are we in, how are we in debt to other sure. countries? Is it something so, that we like pay off? So I didn't actually know. I had to go look this up. The total value of our debt is about $32 trillion. So a $1 trillion coin doesn't like doesn't pay off debt. We, we owe $32 trillion. Um, uh, but the reason that people talk about one trillion is that usually that's how much we increase the debt limit by. I think last time it was increased by two point five trillion. So that's why you know one trillion, and we could print two or three of these coins and whatever. Anyway, um, the reason that we have debt is because the government spends more than it brings in, <laughs> and the um, you know the the main one of the main reasons why we spend so much money, ironically, is because we have so much debt. I, I could get this wrong, but I think fifteen percent of government expenditures every year go to pay the interest on the debt that we already have. I'm not 100% sure about that, but I'm, I, that's from recollection. Right. And then another like 15 to 20% is entitlements, basically like Social Security and Medicare. And those are things that um, like they just, it, it, they're not discretionary. It's like the government wakes up tomorrow and decides to spend that money. Like they're in law. We could change the law. Um, so when you hear about government inefficiencies or the government deciding to 
buy some a new weapons system, you know, for the military or whatever. All that stuff actually is a relatively small component of the expense. A lot of the expense is basically fixed between interest expense and and the entitlement programs. Right. Right. Um, but I mean, you know, we have a huge, huge deficit, and there's no clear path to pay it down. Like, there's no, there's not really a world in which we somehow magically make you know bring in thirty three trillion more than we spend and pay it down to zero. So no one really knows how this is right and there's no and there's no like i guess i guess there's like each every every like like party or political figure has like spending priorities and and some people definitely put like a higher value on on reducing the debt and some people put less of value and more Mm -hmm. on, on spending on other programs but there's no one really who doesn't prioritize some aspect of spending enough to like cut that and and put a lot of money towards reducing the debt right like yeah. even, even someone who really wants to bring to bring down the debt like the the amount of of cutting and spending and you would have to cut that somewhere right whether it be defense or social security there's not like a hunger for that from anyone really that's right and of course it's because the way the political system works is people want to be reelected. so like cutting you know cutting expenditures today cutting services that the government provides worsens everything today and makes them less likely to get reelected helps us 10 or 20 years from now when the debt is lower and, but at that point you know they're out of office could so. you make a, a like a pro debt or not not even a pro debt argument but just like some people are not as alarmist about the fact yeah. that we have a debt even though like 32 trillion sounds really scary yeah some people don't freak out as much could you explain that sure. um that the, school of thought yeah well that that school of thought is all that really matters is our ability to continue to convince other people that we will eventually pay it off because then we can just keep borrowing. So as long as people trust that the United States government is going to be around and will be able to pay the interest that we owe for having borrowed the money, then people will continue to loan money to us. So what's but the problem? Why, why would you loan – like what – like clearly other other countries or wherever we're borrowing from, mm-hmm. why would – why would they be okay with us borrowing money if if they know we're not going to pay it back? Is the interest is enough? Well, they they know we will pay that back, but what we do is we pay that back with other borrowings. <laughs> it's a bit like a Ponzi scheme. So, like, I mean, if you you can go buy a bond from the government right now for you know you get a thousand dollar treasury bill that pays four percent. Let's make it a hundred dollars, and a year from now they'll pay you one hundred and four dollars, and they will pay that back a year from now. But where do they get the hundred four dollars? <laughs> from borrowing money from somebody else. So you're, the reason that you loan money to the government, the reason you buy a bond or the reason that you know Microsoft buys government bonds is because you're totally convinced the government's going to pay that back. But the way they pay it back is by borrowing money from the next guy. So the school of thought that says that debt's not such a big deal says, well, you know, everyone in the world has faith that the U.S. is not going anywhere and that we're going to be able to keep meeting our obligations. And therefore, they'll keep loaning money to us even though we have a huge amount of debt. But that's why this debt ceiling thing is so scary because if we don't raise the debt ceiling, then we do default on our debt. And then all of a sudden this whole game you know, of musical chairs, the music stops. And that's why people are exploring crazy ideas like this trillion dollar coin. The other weird right. thing is, you know, we've talked about how the government, the Fed raises interest rates, mm-hmm. right? And that slows the economy down. What, else, what other impact of the Fed raising interest rates, what, what does that have? What impact does that have on this conversation? What are the interest rates for, for people? That's anyone borrowing money from the government? Well, including the government borrowing money. 
right. from other people. So when the Fed raises rates, all borrowing costs go up. And who's the biggest borrower? <laughs> The government, the government. So, so the interest expense this year, for example, now that interest rates are at like five ish percent, is way higher than it was two years ago when interest rates were like zero percent. So, the biggest loser of higher interest rates is actually the government. And and just just give a quick recap on on why interest rates would be raised. Sure. So when the economy starts to to go too too um, you know grow too quickly. Like, you know, companies are hiring tons of people and there's lots of investment happening, then it creates an inflationary environment, meaning prices go up. And so the Federal Reserve increases interest rates um, or the rates that they loan money to um, to banks in order to get people to spend less and to sort of slow the economy down. So that's what's happening right now in 2023. Right, because inf- inflation is high. So, th- so this is the... This, the, the government response to inf- inflation is, is raising these interest rates, mm-hmm. which makes people want to, to, save, to save money more? Uh, it, it makes people, well, it's really, it makes companies want to uh, um, invest less and borrow less. And also people, right? People, for example, mortgage rates go up, so people don't buy houses. Or credit card rates go up, so they don't spend money at restaurants. Right, just to, to slow down the economy exactly. as a whole, so that exactly. people aren't buying as much and prices aren't, aren't being raised as exactly. much. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, this trillion dollar coin thing is kind of nutty, um, but it's a really interesting like brain teaser right. <laughs> to think about how the government debt works and you know what impacts it. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Go check out your coin collection. <laughs> Bye.